How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With Danny, I'm Grant. This is The Fan. Lots of NFL news today. We'll get back into the coaching carousel spinning pretty rampantly in about 20 minutes. But right now, I wanted to talk to Barry Sverluga, who can discuss some of the coaching movement and what's going on in the NFL and with the commanders with us as well. But we originally got on the BetQL guest hotline today to talk about a piece he wrote in the Washington Post about the Nats. Danny, you and I have been tracking very closely what's Uh going to happen with the learners. And the update is not necessarily what you wanted to hear or what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I Barry, and welcome. I, I love reading your work generally, but I did not have much fun reading your column today uh, when when you posted it. It looks like there's no news, but maybe silver lining there's a hearing at this point. A couple months from now, what can you tell us? I mean, you have to kind of squint to see the silver lining, Danny, um, and we'll, we'll get to that. But, I mean, basically um, what I'm being told uh, is that um, people around the club and people around the league uh, are under the operating assumption that the Lerner family will run the Nationals for the entirety of the 2023 season. That's not an absolute. Things can change, um, and there's a, a slight reason to believe that, that they might, but uh, basically more people would be expecting um, the Learners to, to run the team this whole year. That is depressing not because they haven't had success doing it they, they've done it and and you know this team won four division titles and a world series while the learners owned it um but it just feels very half-hearted it feels like the only reason they're doing that is because they couldn't sell the team uh and get the price that they wanted because masson is you know uh, a pair of hands around its throat and that's not exactly the way you want to drum up enthusiasm for a team in a season even if you're in a rebuild with a, with an ownership group that feels at best half-heartedly in it. Now, what could change? Um, the one thing we found yesterday is that the Masson appeals case, the, the Orioles appeal of a decision, a court decision in New York um, that awarded the Nationals revenue from the 2012 to 2016 season seasons, that is back on the docket in New York for March 14th. 
And if those revenues are determined and the nationals are awarded what they were awarded originally, which was something like $100 million, then there's a little bit more of a path forward because um, a prospective buyer could, you could probably get um, to what the revenues should have been from 2017 to 2021. And then a prospective buyer like Ted Leonsis would have a better idea of what his intake would be from those mass and fees going forward. But I, like I said, you've got to kind of squint to see the silver lining. The overall piece was, I'm sure, depressing to read and, and wasn't all that uplifting to write. Headline, the national sale remains a mess with no end in sight. A Barry Sferluga with us on Grant and Danny. Is this too succinct and factual, right? I mean, is this too, like, authoritative? It feels like Ted Leonsis is the front runner. He's the guy that's trying to buy this thing, and he's not going to do it unless he can put the games on NBC Sports Washington and the Masson situation sorts itself out. And that's kind of how I viewed this, and, and that's where we're at. Is that way too far down the road, or, or how would you respond to that? So I'm not sure, Grant, because, I, I yes, does he ultimately want what they would call inventory for his regional sports network that that he owns now absolutely that makes the most sense he'd have 82 capitals games 82 wizards games over the winter and 162 nats games over the summer and there you've got your full-blown rsn now we don't want to get into the discussion of the rsn model and whether baseball teams can expect to get as much revenue in the future as they have from the past from that model um because that's a pretty long and deep discussion but i wonder if you know, if he, Ted Leonsis got some certainty on what the revenues were going to be going forward, then he would at least know what he was buying, whether he negotiated a settlement with the Orioles and, and actually got his own rights back or not, or if they could come up with some sort of hybrid solution where, you know, maybe they move some Wizards and Caps games to Masson and move Nats games to, to um, NBC Sports Washington. I mean, I'm making that up as I, as I go along. Somebody suggested that to me as, you know, if they got creative. So I don't, I understand that the way you're speaking in an absolute is absolutely the best solution for Ted Leonsis. I'm not a hundred percent sure there's not a, uh, a way forward that is short of that. If you understand what I'm saying. Barry's for Lugo, the post with us here on G and D. So Barry, all along, I've sort of felt like no matter what, you know, what gavel slams from any judge, the Orioles and the Angelos family would appeal again. It seems like they never run out of those, right? They, they get unlimited challenges. The umpires keep going uh, to the headsets, right? I've always felt all along that this is at some point going to be up to Rob Manfred, and he's going to have to do best interest of baseball to, to finally put these sort of things at rest. I'm not hearing much about that. Seems like it's not really on the table. Just give me your thoughts there. So a couple things. Um one, Rob Manfred and the MLB office has tried to insert themselves into this sale process and smooth over things um, with the Orioles uh, to no avail. And two, you're totally right about the best interest of baseball clause. That is supposed to be um, kind of a, an all-empowering all commissioner thing that you're supposed to have the hand of God. My, my understanding, and people who are smarter than me um, have told me this, um, is that the way that the Masson contract, the Masson deal is written is it's essentially um, 
out of the realm of the best interest of baseball clause. It was intentionally written mm. uh, in a very hardline way. And, and honestly, Danny, in a rather naive way, you know, almost 20 years ago, thinking, hey, this is a way to appease the Angelos family and allow um, a team to, you know, quote unquote, infringe on their geographic territory. Um, but reasonable heads will prevail in the future. And, you know, the Orioles won't always own the Nationals' TV rights. Well, that, of course, was short-sighted at best and idiotic at worst. And we're here 19 years after that deal was forged with, you know, maybe a path to an obvious one. Barry, how long does the Masson agreement between the Orioles and the Nationals go? I mean, is this in perpetuity? In perpetuity. In perpetuity. So, so the, the only thing that would change it then is if one of these cases ultimately goes their way, I suppose. Yeah, well, here's, here's what would change, Grant, is, is the, just to be clear, like what they're arguing in court on March 14th is not about the future. It's about the past. And so it would either uphold that from 2012 to 2016, um, the Orioles owed the Nats $100 million, and then they would be able to – it's supposed to be done in five-year chunks. So the next five-year chunk is 2017 to 2021. The Orioles will control the Nats TV rights until they make a deal to not control the Nats TV rights. So there's a price for everything, right? Like the Angeloses could say, if you give us $2 billion, we'll gladly give you your TV rights back. But absent of that, all we're doing is predicting how much the Orioles have to pay the Nationals for the, for their rights. So, um, you know, and, and the backdrop of this is a lot of people expect that as soon as Peter Angelos dies, the Angelos family will sell the Orioles. Those rights would transfer to a new Orioles uh, owner. And, you know, is there a price that Leonsis could pay or somebody else could pay to, to rest the rights back? I mean, that's we're the, it's straw man at this point. Like we we don't we don't know enough to to say one way or the other. There is another complicating factor here. I think to some extent. And Paris Faluga's with us on Grant and Danny. How much did Artie Moreno deciding not to sell the Angels, presumably unable to get the money he thought he could get for the team out in L.A. or Anaheim or wherever they are, factor into this? So I think that's a bigger issue for baseball to essentially have two teams on the market. Um, in a market where these people are basically getting into this game, one, for ego, and two, to watch their franchise valuations go up and to have two franchises, you know, and it's not, to be fair, you know, the Kansas City Royals um, and, I don't know, the Seattle Mariners. I mean, these are big market teams um, that should be attractive um, to have neither of them be sold for a number that baseball deemed, you know, acceptable um, is a little scary. And I do think that the uncertainty around RSNs that everybody cord cutting and baseball not yet having a handle on, wait, how do we capture money from local streaming rights? And how do we flip this? You know, it's been such a cash cow for the Philadelphia Phillies to sign a, I think it was a 25-year deal with um, Comcast Xfinity to put a ton of money into the, that franchise. If that model goes away, they have to reinvent a new model. And I could see a world where um, 
prospective buyers are, are waiting to see, wait, how, how am I going to get the revenue that these teams are used to generating once I buy it? Because I can't buy it unless I know what kind of money I'm going to be making. So, Barry, I was chatting with a, an Orioles fan um, a, just sort of about this generally, and his point was, well, you know, why, why should I care? Well, I, I'm not here to help the Nationals. I care about the Orioles. And I, I, I'd love for how you would have responded, but what I said was, this hurts everybody. And at the risk of some media-on-media crime here, there's a bunch of folks that we all know at Masson that do a fantastic job, but there's there should be 24-7 programming about these two baseball teams on, on Masson and Masson 2 instead of like the occasional harness race or whatever it is that they're uh, airing here and there. There should be a lot of programming, and a lot of people should be talking about these teams all the time, and it should be really, really good, and they skimp. And I think it's because of this ongoing dispute. I think it hurts everybody. Uh, so, A, would wh- how would you have responded, and B, what are your thoughts to what I said? So, I think, A, as an Orioles fan, I would be like, yeah, I, I don't care about you. My team is in really good position. I want my coverage to be good. We, we own your rights. That's a competitive advantage for me. We have more revenue because of that. That mm-hmm. would be better for, for my team. Um, I don't have a problem with an Orioles fan saying, I don't care. Now, Masson, as a product, like I would hold the Orioles and the Angeloses accountable for not having what you described, not having programming 24-7, not having, um, you know, they, they really cut back on the pre- and post-game. They cut back on staffing. Um, that that should not be the case. The Live baseball is the three-hour commercial for your product every night in the summer. That should be buffered on either side by – you know, at minimum a half hour pregame and half hour postgame, and maybe even a run. I mean, Grant used to do the post postgame on NBC Sports Washington for Caps games. Like it was, you ran out that that carpet as long as you could you could get. And there's none of that going on at Masson right now. So I would hold the Orioles' feet to the fire, whether I'm a Nats fan or an Orioles fan. Of why isn't this product? But and I have friends who work at Masson and and who work really really hard. The product is not what it should be. Barry Spruluga on Grant and Danny. All right, so last thing then on this would be looking into the crystal ball. I mean, the the piece and people can read it. It it paints a picture that the learners are going to own this thing through the season. There are so many questions then about the timeline for a potential sale next year. How hard they'll work to sell. What happens with Rizzo and with Davey? I believe those guys were brought back on a one-year deals. Where do we start? I mean, it's just limbo. And and limbo last year felt okay because you thought by the holidays, at least I was told by the holidays, that that was time to to wrap things up. Um, Even though there was uncertainty, you felt like there was a point in the calendar when there would be certainty. And now that's pulled back, and and the whole thing just feels – in limbo, like like I said, you're right about Rizzo and Davey Martinez. They were had their options picked up in the middle of last season for 2023. They have no certainty beyond this year. You have no idea what the budget would be like next year. I know the learners are really looking at cost cutting measures, and I'm not talking about you know player salaries, which are obviously going to have a, a very low total payroll aside from Strasburg and Corbin, but just general day to day operating expenses. They're eyeing very carefully and like i said at the top it it just feels like 
Um, it feels so much worse than last year because you thought, well, maybe a, a new owner could bring hope and new ideas and a new ballpark experience. And, and um, it doesn't have to be Steve Cohen and, and buy every shiny thing that, that walks by, but somebody that would be really invested in the product and the, in the community. Um, and now you're left with an ownership group that has been, has had a, a period of success has for a variety of reasons, stripped down the product um, has said very publicly, we're very open to getting out of this thing altogether. Um, and it just doesn't leave you with a feeling of we're invested. We're invested in this for the town. It's our town. It's our team. Let's rebuild this thing again. It just feels like the whole thing is on pause. Barry, great with us as always, man. Excellent column as well. Appreciate the time, dude. Thanks, guys. Anytime. We'll see you, buddy. You can check out Barry's work in the Washington Post. Kind enough to hop on with us here on Grant and Danny. Wasn't pretty to, to have to read that. Sobering. The, the word he said, which is really drives everything home, is limbo. Yep. I mean, that, that's what this entire offseason has been. It, it seems like they're able to spend five to ten million bucks. That's the offseason. They are just not adding expenditures. And it, that's players, that's anything. And in the meantime, you just fall behind further and further and further. So you, you need resolution here. It's crippling if you can't get resolution. It's super bad. Or if they're going to keep owning the team, that's fine too. But then they need to get all the way back in, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to own the team, welcome back. Thanks. Good. To, thanks for the World Series. It's time to start trying to win again. It's time to spend money. It's time to really do this thing correctly. Yeah, and they're they're sitting there waiting on the uncertainty of a potential $100 million cash payment that's supposed to come their way. That's a big deal. I know they're billionaires, but it's not like they just have a billion bucks in the bank and they're just handing out cash as people come to the ballpark, right? I mean, you need operating money. That's what got them into this mess in the first place. This this massive thing, I don't see how it dies. I don't see where it goes. I don't know what the end is. And, I, and again, I, I feel badly we're sitting here talking about it's not a reflection of the colleagues that you and I have that we know very well will do an excellent job with what they're given. But if you're an Orioles fan, too, this isn't what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be getting tens of millions from this thing. Instead, every dollar they make goes into some secret account just in case they have to pay out the Nationals in a lawsuit. Like, it should be very, very different than it is. And we're here trying to grow something that, you know, generations of fans lived without here. We're try- I'm trying to make it so that my kids give a damn about baseball and want to go to the ballpark and, and want to go to 10, 15 games with me. And then one day they'll take their kids to the ballpark. It's much, much, much harder without appropriate coverage. What do today's hiring, Sean Payton by the Broncos, D'Amico Ryans to the Texans as head coaches, do for the commander's never-ending hunt for an offensive coordinator? Want to get into that next on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.